The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Summer Helene, on with your favorite person and mine, Paul Michael Bowen. G'day, Paul. Welcome to the show. Hello, everyone. So, we have a whole bunch to talk about, but I did want to start with Weinstein. Mm. Last week, I said, you know, he hit on me, but I didn't know of anything he did wrong. Fuck him. That's number one. (laughs) And number two, um, I was lucky enough to have a boss at the time who was the president of Paramount Pictures and would have killed and just like would have and could have uh, killed anyone that hurt me. And he had a hell of a lot more power than Weinstein. So right. I had he's, someone looking out for me. He's in a higher atmosphere. Yeah. Um, but I am really shocked and disappointed to hear about like Gwyneth Paltrow pissed me off when I heard this. Um, these women saying he did it to me. Like, I'm so sorry for Rose McGowan, um, mm-hmm. and I 100% believe what she is saying. Um, but yeah, as far she, as, like, Gwyneth Paltrow she, and Angelina Jolie, fuck you guys. <laughs> you seriously, you guys became A-listers and didn't say anything? Like, I, legally, I got, I got cold-cocked um, by an actor. I'm not allowed to say who he is. There was a whole thing to it. But I warn every fucking girl I come in contact with or anyone I know that even thinks about working with him. Like, you you really didn't look out for the girls that came after you? Are you fucking serious? Like, what? who dropped you on your head? Yeah, I think the point we're trying to make here is that she is in the rarefied atmosphere where she could have done some good. Basically, what Paul said, that's, you, you are now my anchor, my anchor translator. Um, mm. Yes. There are the, the fact that we have some A-listers, one, that continued to fucking work with him, two, like, came to an understanding my ass. Yeah, I mean, Angelia Jolie never worked with him again after her, after her thing. You know after what, she also her. never fucking warned anyone else either. She did. She warned a lot of people about working with them, but she didn't do anything legally. So she didn't that. do anything to prevent Harvey from being Harvey, you know. So it, apparently she did warn, according to what I read, she did warn people uh, and was relatively vocal about it, but not vocal to the point where, hey, at some point, she has an more example power needs than to be made. Him. Absolutely. She has, she, once you have more power, why the fuck didn't you say something? Yeah. 
Oh, we, we got, uh, I believe, uh, Kate Beckinsale has come out. Uh, yep. And uh, I don't know how to pronounce her name. I'm going to murder it. But uh, Carla Giagana Yep. Her. She was the, 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 the enchantress in the Suicide Squad. She was recently in that Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets. I don't uh, blame her for not speaking out. She does not have the, she doesn't have the clout. Mm. There are the ones that I'm saying I get it because I've been stuck in that position opposite an A-lister where I'm not allowed to say anything. But you bet your ass I warn everyone that comes in contact. And I know I've said it when I'm not supposed to. Um, I think I've said it, in fact, on the past on this show, <laughs> when I'm not supposed to, because I just cannot help myself. And <laughs> it's fucking infuriating to me that if I get more power than this guy, you bet your ass I am telling everyone and I will shout it from a rooftop. But I don't know, for these A-listers, I think that's that's exactly it, Paul. For, for these women to... Gwyneth Paltrow said, you know, Brad Pitt went in, at, who was my boyfriend at the time, and told him to quit it. Well, you know what? I had a great guy who was my boss and would have killed him if he didn't take no. Because I did get hit on by Harvey Weinstein, but he stopped when I said no. But I had a boss that would have killed him if he'd hurt me, who was more powerful than him. Right. And that's where Gwyneth Paltrow was coming with with Brad Pitt. But once she got big enough... That should have been listened to. Like she should have said something. I just, I don't like it. It's, 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 it's dirty. It would have been nice. And apparently some stuff has come out about the contract that he had with uh, the Weinstein company that basically this stuff was understood as long as he reimbursed the company that, as long as he reimbursed the, reimbursed the Weinstein company from the settlements he had to make. So technically, the Weinstein company is in breach for firing him. Yep. But you know he still financially profits from the Weinstein company. It's, it's Well, not- yeah, it's his name's on it. So that's that's just how it's going to work, unfortunately. You know, now, I know he is uh, seeking help. Is uh, If anybody read his apology or his, his real non-apology uh, yeah, letter that he put that, out. Fuck that, seeking help my uh, ass. Yeah, but he's seeking help in Europe. What, you mean the same way uh, Woody Allen did? You mean the same way that... Not Woody Allen. Woody Allen never left. Uh, oh, it, I'm, I'm confusing was, You're thinking of Polanski. Uh, Polanski. 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 Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the same way Polanski did. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't have it in me. I'm, I'm mad at him. Um, and I'm almost, not quite, almost as mad as the other women that let this happen. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by let this happen, I do not mean let it happen to them. Because they didn't have a choice and I... Period. There's no, there's no and, there's no but, there's no qualification there. They didn't have a choice. They were stuck in a shitty position. But once you have more power than him and you let him... Uh, yeah, yeah. Hollywood's kind of lost the moral high ground here for this one. But it's not like they one, really had it. One, or Bill Cosby. Or Woody Allen. Or, I mean, come on. Paul, we uh. all know this goes on. And people pretend the fucking casting couch doesn't exist. And half the guys in Hollywood that spoke out about Hollywood and the systematic and the, uh, what is it, the uh, entrenched systematic, you know, abuse of women had shit come out on them about it. 
Yeah, I mean, there are even uh, some male actors who have come out and said that they've uh, they've been by a certain studio, been molested by certain studio executives. Terry Crews talked about how he was at a party and somebody and this uh, studio exec, he didn't say the person's name, but groped him and there was nothing that he could really do about it. And that takes some serious courage for somebody to try and you, you, you know who Terry Cruz you know who Terry Cruz is? Of course, everyone knows who Terry Cruz is. He's yeah. fabulous. Yeah, he's also you know a former NFL linebacker. He is, yeah, he's he's for, also big as a fucking house. Pretty much. So that's the kind of power that some of these people think they have, and no, it's sort the of kind of do, power they do know? have. Yeah. Because we've collectively decided that they have it. You and I, you know who the the guy that cold cocked me. You know I'm not allowed, you, you know, I would get in a shit ton of trouble for talking about that. Because mm-hmm. he's a fucking Coppola, just saying. Mm. Um, that's like, that's as far as I'm going with that. I'm sorry I had to, because he's a fucking Coppola. I would get in a shit ton of trouble. But see, 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 could be the girl. Uh. <laughs> but I, it's ridiculous. Because you cannot say anything, and it is designed that way. It really is. Yeah, they tend to protect their own. Oh, I know. I've been asked to step in. Hey, see you were there, and this didn't happen. Not going to do it. I have very few places I draw a moral line. That's just one of them. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I know. Alexis is sitting in the background going, you have morals? I have one moral, Lex. (laughs) One moral. And it's, I, I don't like it. I, you know, we've done it, we've done it, the studio he- heads and execs and everyone, they've done it with kids, they do it with women, they do it with men. I mean, yeah. a lot of people get into these positions and become entirely predatory because mm-hmm. they can. Yeah, even uh, James Vanderbeek was talking about the, the guy from, oh, what was that TV show he was on? Dawson's Creek uh, said that when he was uh, coming up that he had uh, certain people who of power uh, try to force themselves on him. Oh, I know exactly who he's talking about. Mm. Um, yes. And not surprised. Look what happened to the Corys. The reality mm. is the pr- people see it as the price you pay for being in Hollywood, but it's not the price you should pay. I had a guy corner Alexis in a hotel room, and she came back freaking out because she hadn't gotten a contract signed because she spazzed in the situation and didn't do what he wanted. And I didn't get upset with it. She was worried she was going to get fired because she didn't get the contract signed. I decided instead to ruin his life, business, and career. Mm. I mean, we all make choices here. (laughs) That was somebody I did have more clout then. Um, And that was the end of him. But it's galling to me that people allow this to happen. It's genuinely galling that... I don't want to fucking hear Gwyneth Paltrow say, it happened to me too. Go back to your fucking Goop website magazine crap and deal with that because she had the power to make that stop. She did. She had the power to make that stop. And once you, if you don't do that and you have the power to do something or say something or you have the fucking clout, then you're an asshole too. I'm sorry. You're enabling the predator. And that is just, galling to me I'm, I'm so angry Paul. like you have no idea I've, I've had people write in about the Obamacare thing and the health thing and the this and the, that no of course I'm not happy about health care but that's like at the bottom of my list I am so angry over this damn Weinstein thing 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, but, I mean, we're kind of doing what we can right now, which is talking about it, getting it out on the open, and the more people who know about it, the better they are, at least, hopefully, the better they will be equipped when when it comes to them, you know. Yeah, if you're in entertainment and somebody touched you, call me. (laughs) Like, if I can't help you, I know someone that can. Um, It's it's really ridiculous. And it's not just even the higher-ups. I told you, you know, Lex and I, after we heard that about the young girls putting online that they're aspiring actresses and coming out to California, started our experiment and, oh, my God. It's everywhere. Everyone is preying on these girls. And by the way, it's worse in the adult film industry, like much worse for the girls that are trying to get into that. Oh, by the way, I am very, very, very excited. Um, I'm jumping over subjects and I'll get back to screaming my head off in about two seconds. Um, We're going to have Lena Starr on the show. I'm very, very excited uh, she is a porn star we met over at the convention. Paul and I met. She's a gorgeous blonde girl, um, does the BDSM stuff, does the BBC. Big what? Uh, Paul, black. you tell him. <laughs> big yeah, black. Yeah, that, that, that would be big black. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, you can say it. Okay, okay big it. black cock. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> um, cool, perfect. <laughs> See, now that's the kind of sex I can get behind consensual I'm sorry I'm, I'm just I'm still really pissed about the Weinstein thing like it's it it ugh. and I'm mad at him but I am so mad at the women um like my heart breaks for Rose McGowan I mean genuinely truly breaks for her because mm-hmm. I've been stuck in that position many times not not raped thank god but I've been assaulted by a fan I've been assaulted by act you know a-list actor actors actually um i've been you know assaulted by higher-ups um until my boss found out then boy did they have hell to pay and they're no longer higher-ups now uh but to see these girls going through this is just it's killing me and the only upside to this and it's a genuine upside is as this is coming out and becoming acceptable to talk about the casting couch, it's going to go away. Like we were going to forget about it? No, I think we are going to eradicate it. It started with the Trump grabber by the pussy thing, and then it continued. Everyone's, you know, trying to make a false equivalency between Trump and Harvey Weinstein. Right. And the reason I call it a false equivalency is Harvey Weinstein, you know, is, is... in a different position. Um, the thing that's really pissing me off is we get No, I, I shouldn't say that. I'm going to rephrase this. Give me a second to rephrase this. Mm. I'm really happy that this is being talked about. I'm sorry it happened, but I'm really, really happy this has become part of the dialogue because it started, it actually didn't even start with Trump. It started with Cosby. Oh, it's been going on a lot longer than that. So, but no, I don't mean the assaults. I mean the people coming out. It started, it really started with Cosby. Then now, we had, the, yeah, that was kind of unprecedented where 52 women came out and said that this happened to me. Yep. It, and that really impressed me. Then we had it come out with Trump. We've now had it come out with uh, Weinstein. We've got it with a lot of actors too. And I yeah. think that. Time to start I behaving, th- people. 
I think it's amazing. And I love the argument he grew up in the, uh, you know, was it the 60s and 70s? And it was a very different time then. Yeah, when I think TMZ asked uh, Lauren Michaels of Saturday Night Live why they didn't make any jokes about that. They said, it, uh, apparently Lauren said it was a New York thing. Uh, and they did, weren't going to do it, which, you know, it's just, just freaking crazy. And yeah. uh, for the record, I do believe that Trump and Harvey both grew up in the same neighborhood. Oh, oh we're going to break. Sorry. We'll be right back, guys. Um, that is me not listening to my producer on the other end, who has apparently told us to shut up and move on. We will be back with Dr. Russ after this. And Paul and I will bitch at each other during the break. Mm-hmm. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Are you ready for a disaster? If you are like many people in the world, that answer may sadly be no. Disasters happen unexpectedly to people just like you every day. Tune into Preparing for the Unexpected with business continuity and disaster planning expert Alex Fullick. The show will not only help you better prepare for a disaster itself, but also to prepare you, your place of employment, and community for the aftermath emotionally, financially, and with a better level of awareness and a stronger feeling of resiliency. Tune in Thursdays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We live in perilous times on a beautiful yet fragile planet. As a species, we are not doomed to self-destruct. We can live in peace and in love for one another. We can save this, our only home. We must mature. Open your mind. Soften your heart. Listen for the fate of humanity. Crucial conversations for our survival. With host Lauren N. Nile. Tune in. The Fate of Humanity airs Wednesdays at 6 a.m. Pacific Time and 9 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. And something Paul pointed out during the break is, um, or could you, do you want to say it real quick, Paul, before we bring on Dr. Ross? Oh, no, I just said that uh, maybe somebody might say that you had an opportunity because you had a somebody in power over you, uh, somebody on your side that was more powerful than him. I did. And actually, when I had Paul, God rest his soul, um, and I know I, I love him, but I know he's burning in hell, looking up at us, happy with this conversation um, and saving me a spot next to him. Um, 
I did tell him every time I heard a rumor, every time I heard anything, and he went after them. He didn't like people. Um, he he used to he used to call it um, what was the term he used? It was um, uh, tor- uh, tormenting or messing with or diddling with girls. Hmm. He really didn't like it. He thought it was unnecessary. But he came from and he came from old Hollywood. I mean, he was an old boy, really, really old boy. So he was uh, he did what he could when he found out about it. He would he would crack heads together. So I always liked that about him. Um, we are going to welcome on Dr. Russ and talk about all things healthy and get off of this terrible, morbid subject. Mm. Later. So nice. How are you? G'day, are Dr. You Russ. Better? Good. Um, my voice is coming back. I'm feeling a bit better. I'm still tired, but feeling better. And I can talk, um, which nobody, no one is happy about, but I can talk again. Uh-huh. <laughs> We love your voice. It's so uh, uplifting. Uh, so I'm glad you got it back. <laughs> Thank you. Um, we have some interesting write-ins. The third one has written in for the last few weeks. Um, so we, we had to put one of these in. She's written in quite a few times, really confused. So uh, we'll get to that one. But I want to start with a couple of questions and one from here in Banning, California. From Gregory. Um, I haven't heard the name Gregory in years. I like that. From Gregory. My weight loss has stalled and I don't have any energy. I'm not motivated to lose anymore. I'm depressed. How do I get past my depression and get back on track? Well, Gregory is one of our boys from the past there. He should uh, hook himself up to one of those uh, wind turbines and, you know, that would give him a charge. Um, Yeah, definitely would. Saying that facetiously, I, I know you're familiar with that area out there in the past. Uh, it's supposedly the windiest place uh, in, in the whole world. You know, you got those two 10,000-foot mountains right next to each other, and uh, that creates quite a difference in pressure. It's called Windy Point. The wind just slams through there. It's uh, it's an interesting area. It's right but, next uh, to Offerhood Rentals. So Greg lives out there in um, an interesting area, as you, as you put it. Um, now, in answer to his question, without knowing more details about uh, uh, Greg's case, uh, it's difficult to give a, de- a definite answer. Uh, so he, but, he wrote in, his, his mom died and his girlfriend broke up with him. He's actually got a lot on his plate. He sent a very long letter. We shortened it down to this. I see. So he, he really well, is depressed. A, a typical case and say that it perhaps applies to Gregory. Uh, um, people sometimes suffer from binge eating disorder and uh, uh, the resultant obesity associated with binge eating. We also call binge eating disorder simply uh, food addiction. And... Uh, Along with other forms of addiction, people who eat sometimes uncontrollably are self-medicating for co-occurring disorders such as depression or anxiety. Uh, They feel better or normal uh, when they binge on foods like carbohydrates. Uh, uh, They self-medicate. However, this pattern soon catches up with a person and they find themselves overweight or obese. Uh, these individuals can go on a diet and lose weight, but it, 
uh, to keep it off, they need to treat the underlying disorder, uh, such as depression or anxiety. Uh, of course, this can be achieved through use of antidepressants, psychotherapy, or we do TMS, transcranial magnetic stimulation, here in our office. Uh, you could come by and uh, check that out, Gregory. But uh, I like the question because it dovetails uh, with two interests of mine, bariatrics uh, and addiction. Uh, so that, that was a good question, Gregory. Thank you. Oh, Gregory is on Twitter, and apparently you hit the nail on the head. He, that's, that's exactly how he eats and what he does. So, um, Gregory, you are actually very, very close to Dr. Russ. I will, I will message you on Twitter and give you um, Dr. Russ's uh, office number. Maybe you should make an appointment and go in. Just, just my two cents on the matter. Half my Our staff next... in Banning, so they, they commute over here every day. It's not far. Good. Um, does it matter? Does it matter how much I exercise, how much exercise I do? Can I just lose weight by eating well? That's from Casey in Fort Myers, Florida. The answer, Casey, is yes. You can lose weight by eating healthy without exercise. But I might mention exercise is one of the good things you can do for your health. There's an easy and fun paleo exercise plan in my book, but there are lots of... uh, different forms of exercise. You want to find one uh, that you enjoy and that will enable you to uh, stick with it. But in answer to your question, yes, you can lose weight by eating healthy alone. I like that. I didn't know that. Um, And our last question, I have to tell you, it's from a woman named Lovely in Los Angeles, um, and I mean L-O-V-E-L-E-E in Los Angeles, and I thought it was a fake name, but that's legitimately her name. Um, She has written in for the last three weeks to ask this question, and uh, apparently it's really, really worrying her, and I didn't know this was a thing, so I'm going to have to, uh, I'm I'm waiting for bated breath for this one. Why does food affect the taste of semen? My boyfriend started the Atkins diet, and it has a strange taste now. He also, by the way, she'd said had bad breath and went through a whole bunch of other things that don't smell good or taste good now either, but I cleaned up the language a lot. (laughs) I can imagine. Uh, What characterizes... uh, Well, let me take a step back. No one has really made a science out of this topic. Uh, There is a lot of uh, Internet material about it, uh, but nothing really scientific. But I'll take a stab at uh, your question, Lovely. I think uh, the Atkins diet is well known. Uh, uh, Its followers are told to avoid carbohydrates and... Uh, They have to do this in order to create a ketogenic milieu within the body. And and that comes about when you're breaking down your uh, glycogen that's that's stored in your liver. But ketones uh, have a sort of a sweet taste uh, that can permeate uh, to the semen and... uh, 
it's interesting that you mentioned bad breath because that's also part of it. It kind of has a sweetness to it that uh, you can smell. Um, it's, it's not altogether a disagreeable smell, but it definitely gives an odor that, if you're not used to, can be foul-smelling. But uh, I would say that's probably why, if he's on an Atkins diet. But um, another theory is that uh, in the absence of fruits that are uh, proscribed by the Atkins diet, in other words, you're not supposed to eat any carbs whatsoever, uh, you might be missing that sweet taste of such fruits as pineapple uh, uh, that uh, uh, will confer sweetness into the body fluids. So it might be the absence of those fruits that's creating a change uh, in the bodily fluids. That but makes sense. A, no, I... one's ever, no one's ever made a science out of it. Um, I can't imagine why. I, I don't know who they'd get to taste it. I, I, you know what? I'm not going any further down this no, train. No, 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 no. Done. Doctor no. Russ, what was your favorite question of the day? I'm just, I'm not going down that rabbit hole. <laughs> well, I like Greg Gregory's question. It kind of uh, hits both two areas that I'm interested in. So I, I'd have to give Greg the uh, the award for the best question today. Okay. Gregory. Well, uh, Gregory. Courtesy of Dr. Russ, we'll be sending you a copy of the Palm Springs Diet. Um, it'll make you healthier, happier, and I know you have a lot going on, but feeling good about yourself will help too. Um, Dr. Yes, Russ, thank uh, you. Pardon? If I may add that if he does want to uh, uh, consult with me, we can probably more easily get to the bottom of uh, the, these issues that he's having, lack of energy, depression, Help him get um, back on track. So, Gregory, I'm going to jump on Twitter and I'm going to I'm going to follow you back. DM me. I'll get you Dr. Russ's information. Actually, Betty, you know what? I'm just going to put it on the page. So, anyone that wants to go to Dr. Russ uh, can flood his office. <laughs> Dr. Russ, I hope you can get into work Monday. Um, we're going to put that up and say if if this is something if you're close by and this is something you're worried about, go and see Dr. Russ. He can really really help. Or get a copy of the Palm Springs Diet. You can get it from AuthorHouse.com. You can get it from KennethRussMD.com. You can get it from Barnes & Nobles, Walmart. My God, just type in the Palm Springs Diet. I'm seeing it in bookstores. I saw it at a convention. I just, I give up. It's everywhere now. Um, it's a great book, though. It really is. It's a great book. Thank you, Summer. Appreciate it. Do Dr. Russ, thank you so much for being on the show. And I will send that to Gregory, and I'm going to send him your information because he's close by if he wants to come see you um, right. to get through that. I hope both of you have a nice weekend, Paul, Summer, and uh, look forward to next week. All right. We look forward to talking to you next week. Guys, when we come back, we are going to have Lena Starr on the show. I'm Summer Helene. We're on with your favorite doctor and mine, Dr. Kenneth Russ. And, of course... Paul Michael Bolin, who you'll like better than you like me. We'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Tune in every week for Sex Out Loud. 
Host Tristan Taramino will discuss everything from sexual pleasure to sexual politics. Get an insider's perspective from leaders in the adult film industry, the LGBT community, and the sex-positive world. From kink to non-monogamy, nothing is off-limits. Plus, you can call in to join the conversation. Sex Out Loud airs every Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, on the Voice America Variety Channel. If you are interested in real estate in America's largest city or anywhere, be sure to listen for Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. Although our focus is on Manhattan and other real estate markets in and around New York City, we'll have plenty of information that will help you successfully buy, sell, and close a transaction no matter where you are in the world. Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. in New York, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Where can you learn about EasyWayPromotions.com's social media marketing, brand positioning, and more? Easy Talk Live. Where can you get tuned into celebrities in the business world? Easy Talk Live. Where can you learn about entrepreneurment? Easy Talk Live. Every week, host Eric Easy Zuli and his celebrity friends talk about global causes, offer tips and tricks that you can use right now on social media, and give you the chance to promote your projects on Easy Talk Live. Every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1 866 472 5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. Now, I know we originally announced we were going to have Leighton Benton on the show, um, but there are two things I don't tolerate very well. One is um, anyone harassing the girls that work with me, and two is people trying to uh, get one over on me. And her manager, uh, no, not her manager, her publicist, um, was wanting to trade me her if I would pump some of the newer girls or something like that. And I don't do this because this to me is a very important subject. So I contacted... Um, my favorite porn star, I've never seen any of her work, but we met her when we did a panel at the Los Angeles Porn Convention, and she is absolutely my favorite porn star, bar Ron Jeremy, because if he hears this, I know he sometimes listens to the show, he'll get mad at me. Um, I'd like to welcome Lena Starr to the show, because um, your publicist is not an asshole, and I like you. <laughs> well, thank you so much publicist i'm my own publicist so i would hope that you'd like me just as much as then we definitely need to get you a publicist then um but yeah that's that's uh, it's called stabling when someone does that they try and send everyone out as a group to try and get more publicity for their people but the subject that we're on today and some of the things i want to talk to you about um i really don't want to play the publicity game with it I'm a, I'm a big fan of um, SAG for porn. I think the actors and actresses should be in the Screen Actors Guild. Um, and I'm genuinely worried about the exploitation of uh, young girls in porn. 
So, and I know that's something that uh, you're a feminist. And oh, yeah, definitely. So, let's and start I'm, with... Te- I'm also pro-sag, yeah. There's nothing wrong with sex? Well, I don't like it, but most no, people No, 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 no. I mean, uh, uh, pro-sag is in... <laughs> I oh, pro-sag. You want sag for pleasure? Okay. I thought we were talking about sex. But yes, My- pro-sag, too. Yeah, I've got a bad connection. She's pro-sex and pro-sag. There's, that's the perfect combination. Right, yeah, um, that can that totally can happen. No worries. That, yeah, that's a good way to go. Why don't you tell everyone about yourself a little bit? Just do a quick, hi, this is who I am. Okay, well, hi, I'm Lena Starr. And uh, actually, sometimes I get an accent coming out a little bit because I'm originally from Poland. So uh, sometimes I say things a little bit weird, especially if I talk a little too much. Uh, so my Polish accent comes out a little bit. Um, but yeah, so I've been in uh, mainstream porn, as in like in the industry, actually, uh, probably since, um, only since July of this year, actually. But I've been doing uh, like amateur porn on my own uh, for at least two or three years, just uh, posting my own content on many vids and cups for sale. And yeah, I mean, before this, I was, studying neuroscience in college and uh, when I did my undergrad degree. And so, I, I mean, I love psych and I'm hardcore feminist and I'm definitely all for, um, you know, union for porn stars because I really want to protect sex workers as much as possible. I mean, I'm still, you know, on the radio right now thinking like, hmm, I wonder, I really hope no one's listening who shouldn't be listening to this, like my regular coworkers and my parents. So, you know, I'm all for protecting the identity for everyone. But I'm also, again, you know, for ending the stigma uh, for sex workers uh, or, you know, as I call myself, like a an erotic entertainer, adult film actress, whatever you want to call it, because, you know, there shouldn't be any stigma against any of the titles that you want to give I, uh, sex workers. I completely... I completely agree with you. Um, Paul, my co-host, has done mainstream film. He's done porn. Mm-hmm. Um, he's an actor and he's union. Um, I'm in the union and I'm not even an actor anymore. Once upon a time, I was terrible. But I don't, um, I don't see the stigma with it. It's still entertainment. So I find it very, very interesting that there isn't um, – I know there is a union – but it isn't the same as SAG. You're not looking at health benefits. You're not looking at a lot of the things um, and a lot of the protections that SAG offers, but you guys are doing the same work. I mean, it, it doesn't matter if, you know, you're going a little further with your uh, sex scene than the other actors are. It's still acting. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, there is very little distinction because people, I mean, think that it's, like a very sexy world and I mean it can be it totally is because it involves sex there are like but nine at the end of the day it's behind still the business camera holding a boom mic. there are nine fat guys behind a camera holding a boom mic holding the lights holding the camera like come on I know because I've been on the other side of that as a as a mainstream actress yeah, exactly. And it, so, And, you know, you have to cut a scene. So, like, imagine, like, if you were having regular sex and someone had to say, like, you know, stop right there, you know, and then, you know, we have to, you know, take a break right now and then get back into it and be as into it as you just were, you know. Like, if, if you're thinking about real sex, like, that's totally, you know, not realistic, you know. That's, you're so also you, doing it from different angles to make it camera friendly. I mean, it is legitimately acting. It's not, I I know your fans don't want to hear that. You may enjoy it, 
Um, cause I don't want to break the illusion for your fans, <laughs> like, but you don't no, always I do enjoy, enjoy it. it. I and got it's into still it. A job. Like, yeah. I got into it because like, these are, I am legitimately doing the types of like the, like the genres that I do are because those are my kinks and those are the things that I like. Um, but yeah, you know, once now, I actually talk- started doing it and filming it, yeah, it definitely. I learned that like, oh, wow, I actually have to like take breaks and do it, you know, and to make sure it looks good. But yeah, of course, you know, I'm doing it because I like it. Well, I'm going to say we have something by Love Rider. Um, it's it's a harness to use during sex that we're going to give away. If you can tell me um, what Lena Starr was studying in university. I just love the fact that you're smart. I like the, I like, I, I like smart women um, I'm a smart woman, I like to think. I pretend, at least. Um, my assistant is definitely a smart woman. But I like that you go against the stereotype that people have, which is why I'm so glad to have you on. Um, Thank you. For you, working out, working in this industry, working in adult film, you've worked amateur, you've worked you know, professional, you've done, you've done both of this, and you only recently moved into the mainstream um, I know there are a lot of predatory people there, like there are in film. There are also great people there, like there are in film. Um, what have been your best and worst experiences? Um, well, my best experience has been uh, working with women is, is definitely always a good thing, uh, just because typically um, I feel a lot safer working, uh, especially when it comes to, you know, the managerial aspect, not necessarily just like the actresses, but people who are producers, uh, who are women who are, are great. Like uh, every time I work with D severe of severe society or severe sex, uh, she's amazing. She's always like super polite. She's very down to earth and very respectful. Um, and also just asking around and like working within the industry, like almost like in your inner circle and making sure that like you stick to people, you know, and the people that you know, like, uh, making sure that they know the new people you're starting to work with. So as long as you get sort of, like, you know, intra-industry... Um, like, Contacts. Uh, yeah, exactly. That Then I feel a lot more safe, like, moving forward. And that's why I think I, as fast as, you know, maybe I could, because I'm trying to be very safe and... Um, I've had so much experiences, predators, like starting out just from amateur because, yeah, my worst experience, unfortunately, is that, you know, I get so, I have to filter through so many offers. I mean, on the, you know, on the surface, it looks like I have so many, like, offers for paid projects, but when you actually ask them what they want to do, half the time, what it looks like a paid model, for instance, on, like, Model Mehem, um then turns into, like, well, actually, I want to be, like, a nude photo shoot, and actually, it's going to be me and you, and we're going to be, like, have uh, okay. okay, so you actually just want to pay me to, like, have sex with you, and then I have to say, like, no, thank you, like, you know, good luck. They, they understand that you're not a, that. They, they understand that you're not a hooker, right? Like, there is a huge difference. Oh, yeah, and uh, I have to say that explicitly, like, uh, <laughs> I'm an escort. Like, and that's not what I'm interested in. And that's why I have to, like, make people explicitly spell out, like, what their idea is and what, like, they want to do. Because if I, like, went to any of these photo shoots, you know, and God forbid alone, 
but like if you know if I ever took these people up on their offers without actually asking what they wanted to do, like ninety nine percent of them are just people who just want an excuse to have me nude and then like inter you know inject themselves in situations somehow, and it's ridiculous. So like every time I get you know somewhat optimistic that like the project's going to go through, I know that some uh, some man like or some toys. I'm sorry if I'm not allowed to use that word. Oh, and no, you can say whatever the so fuck bad. you want on the show. Oh, it's right. fine. He said, I We're forgot that like, he said car earlier. Yeah, it's awful. And it happens all the time. And like, I just, it, it just, it's a real downer because like, I feel like I have to have such long conversations and some people, you know, get all upset because, you know, maybe certain porn actors would be like, will kind of act like it, like I'm ruining the mood because I'm getting so explicit with the things that I say. Like, I'll ask where the location is of, like, where we're shooting, and they'll be like, oh, well, I'm going to tell you, like, an hour before we shoot. And I say, well, why can't you tell me right now? And then they'll say, well, come on, baby. You know, why can't I tell you, you know, later on? I say, well, that's unprofessional and doesn't make me feel safe. And then I'm being shamed for, like, not being, you know, I'm, I'm going to buy, buy you, I'm legitimately going to buy you a hat that says porn star, not hooker. I, yeah, I think right? we need to I do mean, that. I mean, seriously, I feel like that should be, like, something that I need to like, wear everywhere I go. Given. Like, no, that should be a given. You're an actor, yeah, so, not, uh, but that's part yeah, of those the those are stigma. the types of shoots, like, shoots that I just had to completely cancel, like, and I was like, okay, well, I'm sorry, but I don't want to do that, you know, and then I just. You know, something that was set up for, like, the following day. I was just like, okay, so I'm sorry. I don't want to do that. I don't want to, like, I don't feel safe. And, like, I'm not going to be made to feel bad because I don't feel safe. And so many of these coercion tactics are all, like, you know, are all shaming girls into, like, you know, you're not being, like, laid back enough. Or, like, why do you have to be so, you know, like, why do you have to complain so much? Why do you have to be so, like, uncool about this? And it's, like, this is about my safety. Safety is the most important thing. I agree. Actually, it sounds exactly like the film industry. Paul, you've worked in both. Exactly what are the big differences? Because what she's describing sounds exactly like the film industry. But uh, it's not that far away from it. Yeah, it's pretty much the same. Well, then why the fuck aren't they in SAG? It's the same thing. I'm, I'm hearing yeah, this. Yeah, right? Why? Why? All right. Um... I'm I'm just I'm I'm astounded. Um, I know I get worked up over this too because like the thing that you're talking about, like I when I went to town testing yesterday, they had everywhere like brochures and like signs for this um, for that free speech coalition um, and that like the union for the for the adult industry. And so I picked up the brochure just yesterday, um, and I was taking like photos of all the different like rights that you have as an adult. Um, as an adult actor and it was and I was like very like happy to see like they were they were promoting it and making sure that like you know everyone would see it because that's a place where like everyone goes um, not necessarily just talent testing but obviously like a testing location so it was, it was great exposure and a great way to like girls know who maybe necessi- not necessarily are thinking too much about it you know would know that what their rights are and you know what, like, rights they have if something, like, were to happen, et cetera. 
So it was just, so, you know, it was very reassuring to see that they're, like, trying to at least reach out to people even if they're not trying to coerce them into joining. I think it's wonderful that, that that's there. I still think you guys should be with SAG. I don't think there's enough protection. And, you know, it's, it is part of the film industry. For those that don't know, Disney owns... Uh, porn distribution companies, Paramount owns porn distribution companies, all the studios own distribution companies for this and companies that make it. So to separate it one part of the industry from the other is ridiculous. It really is the same industry. It's one freaking industry. So there's there's yeah. my pitch there, but we have a whole bunch of questions for you. Um, most of them are really, really sexy. Um, so <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna like we're gonna hang a left on the uh, on everything we're talking about and probably completely ruin our point. Um, but we've got some questions for you from the audience. Is it okay if I ask them? Oh yeah, definitely. Okay, uh, what advice would you give to somebody if they wanted to please their partner? Uh, honestly, try to be, like, very, like, like, try to have a very honest conversation with them and ask them, like, what are your wildest fantasies? And I know that, like, most people don't want to answer that question or give a very, like, soft vanilla answer to that. But I think if you both take turns and maybe kind of going like a step at a time if you don't want to give someone like your dirtiest fantasy if you're like a couple who's very um who's very shy you know maybe don't go from like missionary to like uh you know I want to watch you get like pegged by another person but like you know have a very honest conversation and like because in my experience when I did that with a with a boyfriend I you know and I kind of asked enough times and I, and I told him like, I sincerely want to please you and I want to do this for you because I care about you. And, and I also said then, you know, I offered then to tell him what I like and what I would like to try. And then when I said uh, spanking, and I think this was like when I was, you know, I was in my first relationship I, or maybe second relationship in high school then. And like, you know, his eyes lit up and he said, like, oh, my God, I have a huge spanking fetish. And, you know, so then we, like, we both felt, like, more comfortable admitting things. And, like, and then, like, all of a sudden, like, you know, he was so relieved to, like, let, you know, to let this, like, sort of, like, big weight off his chest that he thought he could never, like, reveal to me. And then all of a sudden, like, because we both Perfect. shared something and, you know. So I would say have an honest conversation. I like that. Um, I'm going to say before anything happens, because we're going to cut out in about five minutes, but give everyone your social media so they can go, they can like you, they can follow you, and then I'm going to get back to the questions, because we always get cut off the end because we've got four minutes till we're off. Where can everyone find you? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Um, I do have a website. Okay. It's just www.lenastarr.com. So it's lenastar with double R.com. And then on and Instagram you're on and Twitter... No, oh, not yeah. on Facebook. <laughs> That's Instagram the one picture I hide from. But okay. Instagram and Twitter, I'm XO Lena Star. So it's X O L E N A S T A R R. And then uh, I we'll guess those are the links. main ones because you can find my many vids and clips for sale links um, on my website. But I'm just on many vids as uh, Lena Star. And I'm on OnlyFans as Lena Star. 
And those are just like very long you know URLs. So we're going to put up links for all of them. Send us the links. We'll put them up for everyone so they can find you. Because you are every, you're a lot of places. We want to make sure that I people am. can get I am. That's why I create a website. So people can just find everything there. I like that. Uh, the next question. What was cool when you were young but isn't cool now? Oh, that's a very interesting question. Um, I know, right? I was like, that was really cool. Wow. I think... Well, I remember having a skip it, and I don't know if anyone else remembers that. It's like the thing you put around your ankle, and that extended out and oh, had like this like, big weight the of a ball. Yes, I, I remember that. Yeah, the, so you, and then you use your leg to like spin it in a circle, and then you jump over it with the other leg. I like that. Okay. Yeah, and yeah guys, I remember I, that, I, and it hurt my ankle so badly, but like I would never do that now. Let's, I, yeah, that I can imagine. Um, guys, we are going to run out of time. We've got three minutes left. I promise I will have her on again. What do you, if you could say one thing, we have three minutes to girls getting into this industry. Um, if they want to get into adult entertainment, what is the one piece of advice that you would give them? Uh, start selling clips online. And then also you'd be surprised how many porn stars you can find if you live in Los Angeles on tinder and so do that you'll you'll be able to find porn stars who will want to film with you because a lot of porn stars just like want to find people to hook up with and film scenes with that's actually really good advice thank you um now you said uh your your two specialties are bdsm and bbc did i get that right yeah and then uh girl girl too so it's like i do fetish mixed into both of those that's really like the cool. BDSM fetish, yeah, mixed in with both. I like it a lot. That's good. And you enjoy your job? You enjoy what you're doing? Oh, way more than my regular vanilla job. That's why I'm hoping to get signed to an agency soon so I can get, like, full-time work and quit regular stuff. Well, if you hunt down the agent, I'm sure you'll get it. Go find the agent you want and set up a meeting, walk in the door. You'll be surprised how many agents will take you just if you have the balls to walk in the door. Because like I said, I don't see this. It's, it's the same industry that I'm in. I just get to wear pants. And also, you look better without pants than I do. Nobody would pay to see me without pants. Um, I hate pants, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so do I. Yeah, yep, I, 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 get it. I get it for both of you. But... Um, Thank you so much for joining us. Um, the SAG for porn is a really big deal to me. I'd love to have you back on. We're going to have a bunch of adult entertainers on and off. Uh, we didn't get to even one-fifth of the questions that they had for you. So next time we come, oh. you come on, I'm going to jump right into the questions. Because you okay, had a lot yeah, of questions. Yeah, anytime. Please have me on. We will definitely have you we will definitely, definitely have you back on. Guys, thank you for listening. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with Lena Starr talking about all things sexy. We're talking about Hollywood, porn, and everything in between. And if you like porn, support them getting into SAG. Seriously, write SAG. I'm not kidding. I'm going to keep pushing mm-hmm. this. And we are on with Paul Michael Bolin, who you all like better than you like me. And uh, pay for your porn and fuck Harvey Weinstein. So. Yeah, pay for your porn, fuck Harvey Weinstein, but not not literally. He's 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 done enough of that. Yeah, we'll yeah. see you guys next week. <laughs> Thank you.
Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.